Hello, my fellow movie fans, and welcome to another episode of A Feast of Films Theater with your hosts, Matthew Alu and Ethan R. Hill. How's that? That was good. Oh, yeah. Classic. Classic. Hello, my fellow movie fans, and again, another late night episode of uh, Feast of Films with Matt uh, Alu and Ethan R. Hill. Uh, welcome again. Okay. Real, I thought that was for real. I was like, this is pretty sexy. Well, I mean, we can do that for real then. We can we can have that be the intro and we'll just go into this and this is the rest of the show. We're just going to talk like this <laughs> for the rest of the night. And then I just start hacking. Hacking. But yeah, how's everyone doing? This is part two of episode 23. 23. 23. Yes, of season two. And here we go again. Uh, it's good to be back. It is late at night because me and Matt are a couple of chatterboxes who like to keep each other way later than we should. But it's good heartfelt conversations, man. I really, I really actually enjoyed the talk. Today. Oh, man, been we've been fun. having a great time. Like the in-between talk that no one else gets to hear because it's for us. And only. for us alone. No, no. Like, it's always guess, good to I like, mean, like, connect right and like be able to, yeah, just... I sure guess Prosser can eavesdrop on it because, like, he's he's you know, if he wants to listen to an hour and a half, that he oh yeah, that's <laughs> he's just like, talking. what is going on? These guys are weird. Get a room, get a room, man. But like, <laughs> why why are you guys talking? Wow, you guys recorded a lot, and it cuts it down to like two and a <laughs> yeah, half hours. Just, it's like, what were they like talking nothing? about? And <laughs> I'm just laughing because I keep seeing Prosser every once in a while, like walk into the living room or walk into the frame and then out. And then I'm like, is this guy lost? Like, where's he going? Where are you going, Prosser? He just looked confused. He's tired and he's he's being a good friend and waiting up for me because he's a good he's a good guy. Oh man. He's gonna have a coke, which is a bad idea at 1.30 at night, but I mean he don't work tomorrow. There you go, winning. He don't winning. care. You're gonna have to edit that out. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Good time. He just swears on our podcast. No one swears on our pack podcast, especially no, on that. I don't even do it on purpose sometimes. It's just an accident. <laughs> I just, just get, get hyped. excited. You know how it is. It's like, yeah. F yeah. I try not to use anything too harsh, though, because, you know, the harder ones are just like, you don't need to use that. Just. just. That's what she said. <laughs> you know, you don't need to use the hard ones. The soft ones do just fine. OK. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be an option. I feel like I'm lie. pretty. <laughs> I feel like i'm pretty mellow when the cameras are rolling i feel like I, I pretty pretty well mellow out when it comes to any kind of language and stuff like that like i'm pretty i do chill. most of the time it's just if i get like really hype and i think it's and and here's the thing i think it's a little bit revertigo as well because if i'm recording my own live streams or something i'm recording my own videos like it's fine but i think it's like just the connection it's like it, it's the dynamic, the dynamic of, a of a person and who we used to be when like we hung out in high school and spent time. Oh, and that's a hundred percent it too, kind of, right? Like, and this is why one of the reasons I really enjoy hanging out with you and doing this podcast, because it kind of reconnects me to my high school self who had a little bit fewer cares and concerns about the world, right? A little bit more fun, a little bit more chill. And I, I used to swear a little bit more, but Hey, I, I just live on this crazy planet called earth. For, for me, it's a weird thing because like, very consciously um i've made decisions about what my brand as a public yeah, figure for sure would be and a lot of that is not swearing or being limited in what i swear like a lot of it is it 
Like, it's a cheesy, weird thing to say, but a lot of it's looking at Steven Spielberg. And, like, I guarantee you, when he's on set, he probably swears a lot. <laughs> probably. As a director, as someone who's directed... At the very things. least, at his home. Oh, yeah. And, like... But anytime you watch an interview with him, he's very, very cordial, very... Very... Professional. Well presented. Exactly. And that's that's kind of how I like to be. And it's, like, it's one of those things of, like, yeah, I guess swearing can be fun but at the end of the day is it helping emphasize my point at all or is it just kind of like or is it just kind of extra fluff that i don't need or can i find different ways to exactly. say that and and that's where like in my personal life yeah like they pop out because that's just what happens it's about who you're around to and that kind of stuff what oh i was just reacting to you what? saying you pop out oh. swears here and there but yes i mean like like my my family's accepted that a while ago. It helps when you swear in front of them, and then they're like, "Excuse me," and I'm like, "Ah, uh, I went to public school, and that's why this <laughs> yeah. happened." You sent me to school. You know what? I was gonna say something. But I'm not gonna say it. Self control. That's, that's another thing too. Is well, that's another thing too. Is like being around my family that also really helps because anytime around them, it's like yeah, a switch flips, and it's just like nope, nothing, nothing. Words aren't pops even out. I always out. think about like. Yeah. Well, that's where I'm like, I'm like, what can I get away with saying that if my family listened to this, they wouldn't call me in a panic being like, are you okay? <laughs> and uh, that's, that's pretty much, yeah, that's pretty much how I go when I, when I'm recording things, it's just keeping it That is a good friendly. way to do it. Yeah. And I like, I like it. I think hey, it broadens our audience too, yeah. you know? I like to bring a little bit more edge to the situation. <laughs> just, yeah, you are just kidding. Just kidding. No, like I'm just most I'm of my stuff. Low, yeah, most I'm of my stuff I bread. don't. I think maybe in some I record videos later on. I think I might say one thing, but I'm only saying it because someone said it in a book that I'm referencing. You know, well, what someone's I mean? like, in the book kind of thing. Fine. So, like but and on this podcast mainly because no one really watches it, so it's like, okay. So exactly, it, it, it's well, think, and I this think... is a little bit more casual than uh, than I normally would be, but. No, I no, exactly. I agree with you. I think so I think it is important to be like professional and uh, you know try and keep up that uh, brand identity. Facade, yeah, that facade. <laughs> that of who I am in front of the camera. What's well, like I am in behind Prosser? It. Prosser labeled a character that I played once as this, and I just follow that. It's uh, well, it's Harvey McBland Toast was the name. <laughs> Harvey McWhitebread. And I mean, like, I'm probably the whitest white bread I know. Like Wonder Bread, but like it's worse. Probably... Yeah. Wonder Bread's Wonder Bread's not bad. It's not though. good for. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't want people to eat me because if people think I'm Wonder Bread, they're gonna try and eat me. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I'm not a fan of cannibalism, Matt. I think they'd be very disappointed. Like, what the hell this isn't Wonder Bread? Ah, <laughs> oh, Ethan, why am I eating this? Ugh. <laughs> bunch of meat and stuff this isn't bread at all why is it so hairy <laughs> actually not so much i'm i'm not i'm not a very fuzzy yeah, I man meant, like your hair length specifically on your head but you know oh i didn't need well, to know the rest of the details where... matt where do you think do you not know about eating people there's not much meat to eat up here like that's that's not where you go for food oh that's where zombies go well, yeah, but those are zombies. We're talking about cannibalism. There's a huge difference. People might eat brains, too. Well, like, yeah, but you take them out of the scalp. 
how do you chew through? You might have to chew through the scalp. What if you forgot your no, you don't, bone you, you, saw and your fork? You smash open the head. What? And just crack it open and look the ground. So you got, you <laughs> your got bare hands. Dead. A dead old, stiff, heavy body and smash it on the ground. Seems like a lot of effort. I mean, no, you just you just gotta lift the head and hit it a couple times. Cracks open like a coconut. I can't speak from experience. Yeah. This is just like but once, like once rigor mortis sets in, like that's still pretty. That'd be pretty. Rigor mortis affects the joints and the muscles. It doesn't affect the head. It's the same <laughs> movement. Yeah, but when your neck just be all stiff, <laughs> and you don't have the neck bandage to like pull it up and put it down. No, but you would you want that rigidness because it's gonna help with the force because your body's gonna act like a fulcrum now and it's just boom, boom rather than like, like like think about it this way. Like look at my arm, so like there's more force behind this than there is behind this, right? So as soon as this locks up and you can just do that, there's that's gonna. It smash is way too late. Easier. It is way too late. What are we even talking but about? But the places that you want to grab, the places you want to grab the meat from is the the glutes, um, because you know you get a nice like little. So, steak off of that you can go for the, the sides as well the ribs area um the, i don't know about bicep i never the government in, i never looked into arms the government's gonna come arrest you man <laughs> they're gonna be like oh you're ethan's gonna be on like the cannibal most watched list um this is all research for a book i am writing um actually i'm i am i do have a script for texas chainsaw reboot in the works so i mean like i'm not getting paid to do it it's just it's it's a thing that i idea i had a while ago oh i actually know that's some news that we didn't talk about did you hear about army hammer and the accusations yeah briefly i haven't actually read up on it yeah so i'm i I am not a knowledgeable source of that situation look man all i can say is i don't know one way or the other Things will get figured out eventually, but there's accusations about cannibalism. Yeah, and so that's, that's pretty much it's hard it. to take the internet seriously, right? Like, there's a lot of accusations about a lot of different things, and some of them are completely baseless yeah. and come out of nowhere. Some are true. You just never know. Well, that's where I'm kind of like, see what happens? Yep, I'm gonna, I'm basically just wait and see. But it was a it was a wild ride for a while there, just reading that stuff, and it's like, oh, okay, this is. <laughs> Interesting. The guy has a ridiculous name, but I didn't think cannibalism would be on the menu. No it's pun intended. It's kind of in his name, though, like Army Hammer. Like he's literally got a no. I told you about this. Like hammering. No, no. Did did I tell you? Like I'm pretty sure this came up in one of the previous podcasts when we talked about something that he was in. Um, but his actual name, his first name is. Oh Arm yeah, you did talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So his name is Arm and Hammer, and I love that. <laughs> His parents knew and exactly it what they tracks were if it turns out to be true. But I, I don't know. Again, just let it play out. See what happens. Again, again, like see, we talked about last week. There's a reason. Like, is anything really going to be surprising at this point? And that's basically what happened. I was just like, oh, OK. I mean, like, <laughs> that's pretty crazy when like an actor's they're like, he's a cannibal. And everyone's like, OK. <laughs> it was less about him being a cannibal, more about him possibly having a cannibal kink. Oh. That was the weird. That was that was what it was because he didn't actually oh, eat anybody. But then what's like, the problem? Apparently, talked about it. Apparently, he talked about it in like an erotic way. I don't get it. Listen, either, man, everyone's free really to talk thing. about what they want. That's called free speech. And if you want to talk about it, we just talked about eating people. So are we also? Wasn't well, theoretically. Really actually, no. Have I? 
Have I also ever told you about, do you know about Dofu? No, is it like Tofu, but like, dough? It's for anthropologists to, to know. No, it's like anthropologists, and it tastes like human. So they can study cannibalism and understand, like, what humans taste like. Who knows what human tastes like to create it? They consult the cannibals. Oh. <laughs> At least they're going right to the source. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Right? Surprising they yeah, didn't actually get eaten themselves. Yeah, pretty lucky in that one. Well, I mean, it depends on which kind of cannibals you're consulting. Like, are you consulting, like, ones that are in prison locked up? Or are you consulting, like, ones that are in isolation? Uh, I feel like... I feel like the smart one would be the prison. <laughs> I feel like both would be a bad option. Just like, here, cannibal, does this actually taste like people? Because it's like, now you're just making them hungry. It's like... I mean, like, they were probably hungry before, and at the end of the day, they're probably gonna not be alive much longer, so it's like, hey, this tastes like human? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, we're just, it's just asking for a Silence of the Lamb situation, that's all I'm saying. (laughs) Some dude's gonna be wearing another dude's face and sneak out, like, it's gonna be like, oh, damn. We probably shouldn't have gave that cannibal that cannibal tasting... It's how they tied them over, tied the cravings. Oh, no. <laughs> but like, oh boy. I honestly don't even know like how I know anything to do with cannibalism. Like I, I mean, like I guess like I studied serial killers a lot growing up, like a lot in high school and stuff like that. I studied them because I used to want to. I used to want to be a criminal psychologist. I thought you were going to say you used to want to be a serial killer. Gonna, oh, no, no. I, I, I was going to say, like, oh, yeah, interesting career. Matt, I'm glad I'm, you chose a different career choice. Matt, I'm not a serial killer. Why would you emphasize serial? Uh, what? Uh, where's Prosser? <laughs> He's still here. Have you watched Archer or no? Uh, no. I, honestly, actually, that's a show you should watch. You you would you would dig it. The humor's right up your alley, bud. Yeah, I've been told. Like I just, it's it's so hard to find time to watch shows. I mean, that's fair. When Speaking of shows, older. have you seen, have you been watching WandaVision at all? Yes, I'm caught up. Okay, cool. I mean, you... technically we're uncaught up now because the new episode's probably already out. But, yeah, it's uh, true. Episode four at the time of recording this. Um, but yeah, no, I've watched episode one, two, and three. It's pretty cool. I'm liking I'm, it. I'm really digging like. I didn't know how heavy they were going to lean into the whole sitcom theme. I love you're, it. Because you're like seeing the sitcom thing in the commercials. You're like, oh, that's cool. But how how heavy are you really going to lean into it? Dude, they're like full out sitcom leaned into it. We, like, it's we both so agree they're not fun. doing it for no reason, right? Like, no, there's, doing there's it because definitely there's going to be a reason. Yeah. And there's going to be an explanation as to why. And there's going to be a big payoff. There'll definitely be a big payoff. Like they, they never do anything for no reason. But it's it's a lot of like it is fun. Like it has a lot of really funny moments and like it's just one watching Paul I've Bettany been and uh, watching Paul Bettany and uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Sorry, it's late. I love Elizabeth Olsen. Olsen. She's great. Olsen, um, be great. <laughs> and Mike Payton. I really like him, too. <laughs> um, their chemistry is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Like they just they have a good chemistry. They have a good they have good comedic chemistry. They also have good dramatic chemistry. They have good romantic chemistry. Yeah, well, and they they sold that relationship from the beginning. You know what I mean? Like that relationship wouldn't have worked. And even Infinity War, like with its climax, wouldn't have worked without them selling that 
relationship. It's also it's really nice. It's it's interesting seeing her play Wanda without an accent too. Yeah, well, the accent has pretty much Pops like up. disappeared since like it was really heavy in Ultron. But by the time I think they got to like Infinity War, it was pretty non-existent. Like it was no, it was still there. It was it still was she just did lightly there. Like this is like, gonna sound bad, but she didn't have a lot to say. Like she didn't get a lot of screen time in Infinity War, and then especially in Endgame. Like, but like every move. What I'm saying is like every every movie, like the accent disappears a little bit at a time. Like if you watch them through and really pay attention, which like, makes sense though. It, it disappears a little bit at a time. So like this is kind of like the next step where it's like just gone. But also probably because it's very much that uh, sitcom. Kinda. Yeah. Style, well, because right? when she when she slips back into like the reality thing and she starts like when she was talking about her brother. Yeah. Her accent kicks right in. Like, that's that's what I like. I like that. And I'm like, there have been people complaining that it's going too slow and that it's not working. And I'm like, no, you guys are dumb. It's a TV show. It's going to go slow. Just just let it give it time to pay off. Give it let time it to pay off. Yeah. I like that Let we them from... set up the world and everything, you know, kind of give you into this, like, what's really going on here? This some weird. Get I like that we it. jump from uh, Cannibals to WandaVision. That was a good, good segue. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Speaking of shows, WandaVision. Hey, we might get uh, might get a different type of weirdo listening to our videos now. <laughs> oh, no. As long as they go to your house. <laughs> I mean, please don't. <laughs> I, I don't have a lot of meat on my bones. I'm actually very, very scrawny. Oh, man. <laughs> don't eat me. That's a uh, quote from a movie. And speaking of movies, let's go and talk about movies in 2009. <laughs> yeah, let's roll through this. <laughs> so, Matt, how was 2009 for you? That oh, was the year. Oh, that was yeah. the year we graduated. Yep. That was... Did you see a lot of movies that year? That nope. summer? Apparently not. I... Honestly, looking at this list, same here. I was like, what did I actually see? I went to go see a terrible Transformers movie, and that's probably about it. Like, Actually, out of this list of stuff in theaters, I can name one. I saw one in theaters. Same. One. Was that also, the also, though, because not only, like, you graduate high school, then you have no money, so you got to get a job. And then you I got mean, I... and then I moved out like that uh that fall. So yeah. then I really had no money and you know, pretty much all your bills went to uh you know all your money went to bills or food True. or going out drinking. Like that's what we did all. You know what I mean? Like, you know, go to the club, go to the bar, have some fun. And uh so it's like yeah, we didn't go to movies too too much cuz like it's it was still even back then still pretty expensive, right? Especially the newer ones, but... So did you have any fond top picks for this year, or was it just kind um, of a lot of mediocre for you? No, just a lot of, like... Probably just more... Um, Let's see, which one would I put at the top? Because I just kind of made a list, and I was like, yeah, these are all pretty good. But if I had to pick one to put at the top... That's hard. Um, I don't know. I'm just gonna go through my list because I, I like. I think these are all like really solid films, 
and for really different reasons. I'm actually I'm curious how much crossover we're gonna actually have. I don't really think too much because I feel yeah, like maybe I, a I couple. Lot of, maybe a couple. Man, I got a lot of obscure obscure stuff on my list. Yeah, maybe a couple. Um, you want me to go first? I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, first start off with like Taken, the original Taken with. That Liam was Neeson. actually. I debated putting that on my list because like, that was a good one. Like, it was the good. Taken like was good. A- it was fun. after that. Like two was okay. Three was just like, what's even going on anymore? I've like, never seen the sequels. I've only ever seen the first one. Two was like two wasn't terrible, but like the third one, you can tell Liam's getting like old. Was like his run was in the third one. Uh, no, he was taken in the second one. Oh, okay. But then he also escaped, and then I think his daughter was taken again. He had to go get her back. Like I don't, I don't remember. See, that it was, should have been was, the title. It was terrible parenting, and they were in like, uh, I don't know, whatever. Taken, um, taken, taken. Three was like he was like framed for the murder of his wife, and it turned into kind of like an old man, ver- basically, kind of like slightly like the fugitive ish type thing. Like he was pursued by the police, and he was trying to clear his name, but like you could tell in that one. Like, I love Liam Neeson. He is fantastic. But you can tell in that one, age is starting to catch up with them because they had a lot of scenes where he was just supposed to be running. But it's like, he isn't a young man anymore. Like, his sprint was pretty sad. Like, it's like, how is he escaping anybody? Like, he's, like, shuffling well, at think, a faster pace. And, it, like, it's just... I think that's... To me, that speaks to the lack of creativity. To, like, like if you have an old man as your character and that has to happen... Have him find way. I'm not saying Leonis is an old man, but an older man. Like I guess. he, he's like he's getting up there, right? Like in his creative, creative ways. Yeah, especially when you're talking like action roles. Like Liam Neeson, fantastic actor. Oh my god, he's amazing. But also like, great when you, comedy too. Yeah, like he's like, really rounded, really rounded actor. Um, but then when you're talking about like putting him in a scene where he has to just like sprint down a road or something Jump over a fence. it's like he's not tom cruise man like he's not like anyway but the first taken was actually the first like, taken was like because i saw really... that one in theaters and like and they didn't give him like extended running scenes you know what i mean he just came in like whooped ass and like it was it was awesome it was like, also the it was first a taken was story. a lot of fun it was. it was it was a mystery it was him trying yeah. to figure out and find his daughter that's what the core was i will was. find it wasn't you about... and i will kill you but very there was good action set in of it. skills yeah there was good action but i remember there being good story there too yeah there was there was and then after that they tried to like milk on it but yeah no. it got a family guy parody it must have been good yeah the first one was the first one yeah was really good so that's on my list taken lovely amnesia it was a lot of fun um and that was really that that film really kicked off the Liam Neeson is a badass movies. Like he was after that, like that's like he just made another one even not that long ago, right? Like just came out. I can't remember. Have I Cold What's Pursuit? Called? Uh, maybe something like so, that. So so Liam Neeson in my brain has made the Planes, Trains, and Automobiles action trilogy. Yeah, pretty much. He had Nonstop, which was the plane one. Then he had the Commuter, which was the train one. And then Cold Pursuit, he's operating a snowmobile, so that's the automobiles one. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, like, I want them to release a triple pack of those movies and call it, like, the planes, planes trains, trains, and automobiles. And automobiles. Liam Neeson. Yeah. No, <laughs> or good. remake it with him as the Steve Martin character. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, okay, so the next one on my list is I Love You, Man. 
which mm. was a super super that's on my list that's one of my top perfect picks, man. man like because because slap oh, the bass. it was so funny slap at the bass like paul goats rudd was, goats. paul rudd was so good in that one but and also Siegel, um, too, man. yeah jason siegel was amazing and i saw this movie before i'd seen how i met your mother so i was like yep. this guy's freaking amazing like i wasn't going in with because I think How I Met Your Mother maybe was only in its... It was must have been in its really early seasons. I think you at showed that point, me this movie, too. I, I might have. say this is one we I watched might have, together. Because it was really... When I saw there was it, was a, like, it was really funny. There was a group of us that I remember watching in the basement. I don't think it was your basement, but it was... No. I want to say you were there. Um, Probably. I think it was, was at Ben's house? No. Maybe. It's a different, it's a, it's a basement. I see it vividly in my head, but I can't place whose house it was at. Mm. So it was someone we didn't go to very often. Yeah. I don't know. I can't, I can't recall. Either way, like, dude, like, no, it's such a good movie. And like, it's so fun. And actually, Prosser's never seen it. So I have it pulled aside that I'm going to show I think, it. Like, and I don't really know how everyone else thinks about it. And like, I've clearly pretty much forgotten about it, but I would say it's probably a pretty underrated film. Like, I don't even... Oh, yeah. I don't think it made a big splash when it came out. Like, not a huge one. But it really deserves to, because it was really, really good. It's a good bromance movie. Like It is a, a good bromance movie, the way, yeah. The way I described That's it across exactly it's, it's it a is. bromantic comedy. It is. It's exactly what it is. It's, oh. it's so good, and it's just like it's... And how, like, Russian the music plays just such a big part in it, too. It's just amazing. I was like, this is... Well, like top notch the thing i like about it is it's actually it's especially like for base. like it's gonna sound bad but for people our age or a bit older it's a good story about how friendship is important in your life it yeah. can't just be about your wife being your best friend or your girlfriend being your best friend you need to have you still friends. need to have some friends yeah because it it helps it helps the relationship it helps both your relationship with yourself as well as with your spouse yeah and apparently actually that's actually a big problem in society nowadays that puts a lot of stress on marriage when you don't have friends outside of your marriage yeah when you don't have those other things your spouse can be your best friend but you need to have other friends so you're not putting all of your stuff onto them yeah as well right like it's no i agree with that it's important that's why we jump on do a podcast every uh you know couple weeks yep and that's about it because we're in covid <laughs> and then uh about it. i just have prosser and that doesn't count for anything yeah man he's pretty I good think, i think it, i mean you don't live with him dude we me and him have lived together for 10 years now wow right like this this started off as random college pairing we didn't know each other before that and then it's like uh, it's been it's... 10 years this year since me and my wife started like when we started dating so you guys have been living together the same amount of time I've been with my wife. I would say that's a very committed relationship. I keep trying to tell him, but he's very anti that. He's very much like, no, Ethan, that's weird. And I'm like, it's not weird. Just love me. And he's like, no, I don't <laughs> want to love you. Just love me, man. <laughs> anyway, I love you, no, like, man. It was, it's, it's like perfectly what you said, a great romantic comedy. And it's it's fun. It's definitely not clean, but it's fun. Yeah. That's it's for sure. good. It's good, dirty fun. Good, dirty humor. Uh, next on the list, Star Trek, the first one from J.J. Abrams. That is that is also on my list. Yeah, and... I thought that one was really, really well done and actually got me interested in Star Trek for the first time in my life because I was never a big Trekkie 
Yep. Um, I was never really interested. I like, I was aware of the films. Um, my cousin watched them a bunch, so I did see some, but like, it never stuck out to me. Like Star Wars was exciting to me. You know what I mean? Like it was like Star Wars and you watch Star Trek and it's kind of like, well, that's, and they're very different. Like they're not like people like to compare them because they have the word star they're in them, so but they're different. so vastly different. So vastly different. One, one is a like, sci-fi, one, one sci-fi. is a space fantasy. Exactly. That's exactly and it, like, right? The, like the cool thing for me is I grew up watching all the movies too. Mm-hmm. Like I, like I'd go to library. That was another one that I would borrow from the library all the time was all the Star Trek movies and I'd watch yeah. them. So getting to go and see this after growing up with all of that stuff, just it, it was great. And the interesting thing with it too, is JJ Abrams actually specifically is quoted saying he shot Star Trek like a Star Wars film. Yeah. And that's why he got picked to do Star Wars. Yeah. But like, it was good. It was fun. I liked the idea and the concept that they created an alternate reality so they could bend the rules and they could change how it flowed compared mm-hmm. to the original movies. Yeah. And I like that. I, I accept that and I think that's great. I think long term wise, as much as I love all three of those movies, like Beyond is phenomenal. I love Yeah, Beyond. Beyond. We talked about that. That was on one of the lists as well. I feel like the movies, unfortunately, have now harmed the T. Like, the state of Star Trek on TV is very divisive. Yeah, I have seen that. Because, in my opinion, the new TV shows don't reflect what Star Trek is. That's what a lot of people say. (laughs) It's too modernized. Yeah. And a lot of that, unfortunately, started with these movies. And the guy who wrote the movies is actually the one who's show running the new shows. Oh, okay. And like on top of it too, I saw some, they, they released some of the, you know, they released scripts online for like movies and stuff like that. Yep. They released the Star Trek one. And like almost every other word is the F word for <laughs> some reason. Like it doesn't make any sense at yeah. all. Like it's like you'll be like like swearing. It's like cool. It's like, and look, it's effing Spock, and it's like, why? What did you need that there? (laughs) Oh, and that's exactly what you were talking about, right? Like sometimes, like sometimes I will, like sometimes I will swear just out of like pure excitement and like you know revertigo and all that kind of stuff. But in a script, you don't need that. but, But when you're writing, that's absolutely unnecessary like you have there has to be a better way to figure that out like what if it was at one that's or two just that's lazy could, writing that's lazy writing if it's at one or two points i could dig it but it was throughout it was like consistently just random f-bombs thrown in there and i don't yeah. get it like i don't i don't understand that's not helping paint a clear picture for me like no and like i don't know maybe star trek will get better in the future it just it's missing its hope right now. Yeah, I hear that. Well, I don't hear that. I mean, I hear you say it, but I, you know, I'm not involved in this more or less portion, but I do see people talk about it plenty online, so kind of get an a idea lot, for as what's long going as I'm on. not the only one. Yeah, no, there's lots of people who feel exactly the same way as you do and pretty much say it exactly the way as you just said it. So, there's definitely that truth there. Um, but I thought this film in 2009, like it was, was amazing. It was a really, really good film. And I think it brought in a lot of new people. Yeah. How much they kept out of that group, I don't know. 
like as for me like i'm not going to look up new star trek tv shows or like i'm not i'm still not involved in but if they release another movie if they release star trek 4 I, in the like, series you'd go see it i might go see it depends on the trailer like it's not a guaranteed for me like i really like beyond um i really like the first one i don't know I, I don't even think i i don't even i don't really think i had the much s- problems with the second one the like, second one is the most mixed a lot of people have like mixed feelings on yeah but overall like and it is the weakest of the three, but still, like, it's a good movie. It's just not as good as, like, the first yeah. one and beyond. Yeah, and, and going in without any background Trek history or knowledge, it didn't bug me at all. That well, that's because they, they re-explained it, but in such oh, a okay. good... And they, they that's because they, they've explained things really well in each movie. Like, they, they present you the information in the best way they can. Mm-hmm. And that's... Again, I'm just a fan. I, I like the cast as well. The cast is phenomenal. Cast is knockout. Yeah. Cast was knockout. This is a big year for Zoe Saldana as well, because she had this in Avatar. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I love, like, yeah, their cast is really, really good. Really Simon good. Simon Pegg, Carl Urban. Zachary Quinto. Obviously, Chris Pine, right? Like, Who's, who's Chris Pine? I've never heard of him before. One of the Chris's. Well, the worst Chris, obviously. Well, He's apparently the worst Chris is Chris. Um, what am I blanking on his name right now? Chris. <laughs> Chris I'm trying to make a Chris joke Pine. who's like not even like in that list of the Chris's. I'm trying to think of another Chris who's like Chris not Smith? even part of Marvel. <laughs> Chris Smith? <laughs> Yeah, no, Chris Pratt got a lot of crap recently. Oh, that for, one, yeah, for no, for no reason either. Yeah. Literally, it's like, dude, why am I just... blanking on that? It's getting late, I guess. I was gonna say it's because it's three in the morning, Matt. Yeah, probably. Good morning, Matt. Good morning. Good morning. It's great. Great stamping. I remember the first time I heard that song wasn't even in sound of, or it was in. It's in Singing in the Rain is the musical. Mm-hmm. The first time I heard that was on a Viagra commercial. Yeah, me too. And I did <laughs> and not I was like, understand. I did not understand what's going on. And then you like sing it at school, and you're just like, oh, oh it's just a catchy song. Yeah, you hum it, song. but you like didn't understand what you were watching. And then later on, you're like, oh, oh. I wonder how many like people that makes got excited sense. hearing like a generation of kids singing "Good Morning," <laughs> thinking it was from "Singing in the Rain." <laughs> really, no, we were all just singing to a Viagra commercial. Look, like, oh, well, that, here's the thing too: is like that it didn't help because mom, mom likes that song, so she would sing that. She even sing that to us in our in the morning to wake us up. Yeah, Dad and mom would do that, and this is this is pre the Viagra commercial happened. Yeah, but like again, when the Viagra commercial happened, that didn't change our context. We just related to that. Like, it's a song. Cool. Like, why are people so happy? But okay, man. I I thought it was like a caffeine pill or something <laughs> like that. I thought it was something. I don't like even that know what I like thought. Helped. I thought it helped you wake up. That's what <laughs> well, I thought. Well, it makes sense, man. Yeah, it and makes like, sense. I guess it does, but like, not what I mean. <laughs> but not in the morning, or maybe in the morning too. But that's the no. That was the thing. Is like, make sure you have a good night and a good morning. Yeah. <laughs> we we spent the whole night talking. <laughs> that's because they knew like, kids were watching. We're like, we don't get it. But okay, <laughs> we don't get it. But boy, is that song catchy! Uh, I don't get it. <laughs> I I don't I don't get it. Anyway, moving on. 
Moving on from Viagra. Man, cannibalism to Viagra. Like, goodness gracious. What what, a, what, what is going on? What a last couple what episodes. going on? We're having uh, fun. We don't, that's, we're, we're very much, I've noticed this, we're less structured, but I think that's for the better because these are just fun. These are like, ridiculously listen, man, hilarious. Here's the thing. We're having fun and that's kind of what matters at this point. Exactly. Why not have fun? Okay, let's go to the next one here on my list. Uh, the original Hangover, the first Hangover, was also quite a bit of fun. I can't remember it if you didn't like that list. one. The second so one, like second one, I was like no. Third one, I was definitely like no. But the first one was actually quite a bit of fun because it was the first time that concept ever got. Used. The first one, the first one, the first time I watched it, I hated it because you guys all hyped it up so much for me. You guys, I did it up. not. You, oh, you guys were quoting it left, right, and center, like the whole retard line. That I don't line, even remember that. That, that <laughs> one. That's the thing. There's that one joke where he says he says retard. He says it one time. You guys quoted that so much. Everyone at school, everyone at school. That whole thing was quoted so much. I thought that was a running gag in the movie. <laughs> and it was just one stupid moment i'm like why was this why did this matter so much it's because we were dumb in high school that's why well that's that's how i felt you you were just you were like an involved you were an involved like film centric teenager and the rest of us were like i mean like possibly but i'll admit i watched it a few years later yeah not recently i've watched it probably for quite some time but i watched it a few years later after like the hype died down and honestly like i really like i did enjoy it i didn't go i didn't love it but i was like no that was actually pretty funny yeah like it is pretty funny um but it only works the first time the second time it didn't really work that well the third time definitely not the thing i actually one thing that it taught me though and i'm glad i did this when you guys were hyping up tropic thunder i specifically didn't watch it you're like no. Nope. I made the I made the choice not to watch it, and then eventually the hype died down, and I did watch it, and I loved it out the gate. I did like, hype. I did hype Tropic Thunder. Well, for good reason it, though. Like it, it was like a super funny. Um, just wait. Yeah, we're in 2009. I think that must have been it. No, wait. Did Tropic Thunder come out this year? And then I just ignored it. No, I think Tropic Thunder was 2010, also wasn't it? Step Brothers. Step Brothers did, and I've never seen Step Brothers. Just I'll rip that bandaid off right now. <laughs> How did I miss those? Nope, Tropic Thunder was actually two thousand eight. Oh, okay, so that's next year. But oh no, so it was two thousand eight. But guess what? We couldn't go and see it though. <laughs> but I got to go see it. Did you see it in theaters? Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. It's two thousand and nine. No, two thousand eight, man. Because I got to go see it. Um, plus the hangover is also 2008 and you skipped ahead a year no I didn't skip ahead a year no um, oh yeah it says 2008 okay I don't know maybe they just let somehow I got in I guess but I remember but the thing is I remember for some reason oh maybe hangover 17 hype. was 17 the age to get in I guess maybe Eight, uh, no because it would be 18 because it was rated R well, I don't know. I still got in. I got in, but we we couldn't get Joey in because he was too young. So then we had to go see Step Brothers. 
And that was also worth it. That was hilarious. Oh yeah, Stav- Okay, seen. that'll be next. That'll be the next year we talk about then. Um, but Tropic Thunder was one for some reason I didn't see. And like, again, like you, I don't know why. I don't know why I got how I can get that reversed. I just know Tropic Thunder. You guys hyped up, and I didn't see it intentionally because it was getting hyped. Yeah, Hangover it got hyped, and then I was forced to watch it, and I did not like it. But again, on, yeah, in like, retrospect, bullshit. Well, it's like again, everything that was quoted from that show or from that movie was just like a one-off thing whereas like the way it was quoted like everyone was reacting like this was a running like there were several running, running jokes gay, and, it's yeah. like... <laughs> and like at the, it's still a funny movie it still was enjoyable it just like my experience around it yeah it wasn't it wasn't that it wasn't enjoyable it just wasn't what i was expecting you know mm-hmm. No, I hear that. That that's totally fair. Um, it was fun though. Oh yeah, like it's definitely fun. And if you're just looking for a good laugh, and it, obviously really really stupid, and but you know that's kind of how the one of the, it's crumbles. one of those comedies. Yeah, it kind of got, and that's actually one of the movies I think I actually enjoyed Ed Helms in. Like, I don't enjoy him in a lot of movies. Like, I have nothing against the guy, and he, I see, I feel like he seems like a decent person to probably hang around with. But, like, in The Office, in his other movies, minus Tag, Tag was pretty decent. Like, he just comes off as so annoying. Like, he just, his characters always bug me, because he's always, he always seems like he's the same character minus the hangover like he was a totally different yeah dude you know what i mean but like every other character feels like an extension of andy from the office you know what i mean just i could dig that anyway so like i don't hate it helms by any means he's just he usually just doesn't work for me and that kind of sucks because i'm like i don't know i think I, you'd like i, to like, I him. like him well enough like he seems like a decent human being but i'm just like man i just i just can't get behind his acting style minus there's a couple like one-offs and stuff that i'm like oh yeah that's good but that's usually when he's not acting like ed helms you know what i mean because yeah. i feel like ed helms is a very an ed helms actor anyway uh next one on the list inglorious bastards and i saw this one nowhere near 2009 i only saw it like probably a couple of years ago and college i think is when i saw it yeah that was that was a really fun movie very different oh, than yeah. what like what i was expecting going into it very different especially like structurally um but a lot of fun like just really well done yeah and like very christoph waltz is terrifying surprising christoph waltz was so good especially that opening scene money man just oh yeah money if i wish i could write i hope one day i can write a scene like that just that much tension you know so good um and obviously like everyone does a really good job acting there and it's edited really well and acted really well and like that shootout down in like the bar was pretty sick yeah uh and like nothing you think's gonna happen in this film actually happens like everything just seems so sometimes kind of almost random to a certain degree like it's not like it's kind of like all it's like these multiple stories that kind of converge all together like at the end right no exactly uh, um like they make like, sense but it does make sense close to the end but as you're watching it it's not like you're following 
I thought you were always going to be following this one group of dudes as they did stuff. Like, it was just a very kind of clean narrative. But it's like you're getting all these multiple stories and they're all converging, like, you know, at the end. They bring all these characters kind of together. So, no, it was it was interesting, a lot of fun, very different than what I thought was going to be. But really, you know, when you think Quentin Tarantino, it's like it's not really that different. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense it makes sense but no it's a lot of fun um next one list paranormal activity told you i went to go I see thought, this I one thought with this like one was Chris gonna pop this up. is the only one i saw in theaters had this whole list this is the only one i saw in theaters and it was worth it at the very end we were just like oh damn let's go drink so and that's that why didn't that help when that did not help it did not help especially when we got the call like the next day I was like, we're looking for Beacon. We're just like, God damn it. <laughs> okay, who opened the portal? And we're out of here. See you guys later. <laughs> so, like, get, get, get out the vodka, man. Let's take a couple more quick shots here. Alrighty oh, then. Alrighty then. I'm out of here. Goodbye. It was, uh, yeah. Anyway, I've talked about that plenty enough on the podcast, so I'm not going <laughs> to dig too much into it. We were there. We had fun. We made fun of the demon, and then we got scared, and we're like, oh, damn it. And cried and cried. <laughs> we, we had to drink. Yeah, so it was fun. Um, that, no, that was always a good memory with the boys. That's for sure. That's why that one, even though like the movie itself is like, you know, it's so-so. It's pretty good. But it's on your list, though. It can be scary. But, like, it, it's a lot of the memories behind it. But, no, it was pretty good. But, no, nah, but, no, nah, but, no. Nah, Zombieland is up next. That was That's a really list too. that was a really fun zombie movie. Jesse Eisenberg and Woody Harrelson and Emma Stone and I can't remember what the kid's name is. Uh, Abigail Breslin plays her. I haven't even seen the second one yet. Did the second one come out? Second one, yes, and the second one is actually just as good as the first one. Okay, so I gotta like, go watch that because I highly recommend. Did that come out last year? Like early yeah, last 20, year, twenty nineteen. Oh, okay, so the year before that. Yeah. Why did I get around to watching that? Oh, oh, probably Max. <laughs> I was yep. like, oh yeah, Max was in the hospital. Like, well, like honestly, that's probably why. Because I was really hyped for it too. Honestly, it was worth the ten year wait. Like it was it okay. Was I have it. to, I have to watch it because though Zombie Land was is one of my favorite zombie movies. Period. Because it's so funny. Like it's the characters are great. The acting is great. Honestly, anything with like Woody Harrelson, I'm usually down for. He's a pretty consistent actor. If he's in something, you're pretty like, especially well, Jesse if he's Eisenberg's like, good especially too, if right? he's a lead role. Yeah, and not, nothing against like Jesse Eisenberg at all. Like, I'm not downplaying him, but like, for me, like if Woody's in there, I'm down. Like, he's pretty What's funny that, cat. That entire cast chemistry was phenomenal. It was really great. Yeah, it's actually honestly, it's funny for me because I actually the first time I watched Zombieland, I hated it. Yeah. Because it was the first Blu-ray I'd ever seen. Oh. And it was the first, like, high-def experience that I ever yeah. had. Yeah, And the way that the TV was set up that we were watching it, um, it looked like a handheld HD cam footage, that, like the same kind of thing we would shoot on in high school. Yeah. And I'm like, why? This looks terrible. This looks like crap. And eventually I went back and rewatched it. Figured out it was the TV settings. <laughs> And me not being used to Blu-ray. Yeah. And it's amazing. I love it. It's so funny. And it's such a good zombie movie. It's got a good, like, heart to it. Like, it's just... A lot of heart. A lot of heart. And, like, zombie Bill Murray. Come on, man. 
Oh like, yeah, he wasn't a zombie, but you know, Bill Murray was there. But it was great. But I, I just remember the first time I saw it, I'm like, this is a stupid movie, and I hate it, and like, ate my words like a couple years later. It's so funny, honestly. If I if I was living in a zombie apocalypse, because I was thinking about this the other day when I was playing The Last of Us, I was playing a little bit on the weekend, um, The Last of Us Part Two, and yeah. I was like. If I was in a situation where the world was overtaken by zombies, I probably would just die. Like, I think my anxiety would be so high. Like, I would never sleep. You know what I mean? Like, I would never. I have no idea how I would sleep. Because I'd just be like, if I go to sleep, something's going to come eat me. So. Well, that's where, like, if. That would be cool. If it was me, I would need to find a place that I would, like, have be. If if I could get to a place. That's the trick, is would I be able to survive enough to get to somewhere that like sleeping wise i would have to be in 100 percent sealed off barricaded like no way they can get to me steel room yeah basically like a panic room or a safe room that is the only way that i would ever be able to sleep and i feel like they'd somehow still get me though like those bastards zombies um, are crafty man zombies well, the are problem, crafty the problem is that it's less about whether the zombies can get to you or not, and more about whether the humans would screw thing. Other humans would screw things up enough to let the zombies get, get to you. <laughs> yeah, that's the other well, part. Like, too, yeah, I make the joke that if if there's ever an apocalypse, Prosser's the first one to die, and that just stems <laughs> from like years ago we were shopping for toilet paper, and I was like trying to get cheap stuff, and he's like, "No, I can't. Like, we can't have the cheap toilet paper. We gotta have good stuff." I'm like, "This is why you're gonna die first. And this is why. Because if you can't survive." With slightly cheaper toilet paper, you're not going to be able to survive an apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, the zombies, man, like, I don't know. I just feel like I'd have, like, I play, I play that game, and most of the time, like, once you play through the first time, like, if you're going through the second time, like, it's obviously not as bad, because you can somewhat remember. But yeah. even though you know sometimes there's no zombie there, or jump scare, you're still, like, there's still like the game does such a good job of tension and atmosphere that you're still walking around being like, God damn, someone's going to jump on get me, isn't it? Son bitch. Anytime I go into like a building, I'm always like checking the bathroom stalls. And there's literally one building in the whole entire game where one jumps out of a bathroom stall at you. But that's enough to well, be like, I got to check it every time. See, and that's where like I, I would definitely not use public bathrooms. Yeah, I would not. That's just a no. And like, I think at the end of the day, the other thing to remember too when it comes to zombie apocalypse is it all depends on the type of zombies. Yeah, that's true. Because there are some where you're just like, no, like Resident Evil zombies, yeah, we're dead. Yeah. Like, yeah, like people can be like, oh no, I'd survive. And it's like, no, you wouldn't. No, those are too fast moving and too mutated. And you would, you would not. sometimes you shoot them and they don't die. So anything from George Romero, you actually stand a fighting chance because they're the slow moving kind of zombies. Yeah. So you, you can, can just run away. Hopefully get away. Hopefully. Yeah. Depending Unless on you get cornered you get or something. Then you're just yeah, if like, you get swarmed, then you're dead. Well, either way, you get swarmed, you're dead. Um, um, Last of Us ones where it's like the cordycept. The fungus ones? Yeah. Like, no, you're probably dead. Well, you're probably dead. And there's so many different variants. Like, there's like the normal runners, which is like your average zombie. Um, but they like, you know, run in like, they're kind of stronger like in force. Any, any running zombies and you're, dead. you're screwed, right? Especially in hordes, man. Like it's just problematic. Then there's, uh, like stalkers that are like really sneaky and quiet and they like sneak up on you. So they'll just come and grab you out of nowhere. So that's fun. And then there's clickers that like have the fungus over their face. So they're blind. Yeah. So they use echolocation. So they walk around that. 
like clicking around like all gimpy like they're really creepy to encounter so that's always a stressful situation because especially if they grab you it's like insta death unless you have like a shiv then you can stab them but if you don't you just die so fun um then there's like <laughs> then there's uh in the second one there's like shamblers which are like bigger also use echolocation but then like they like get close to you and then they explode out of their like porous gross body like acid gases or whatever that so pretty much melt your skin so a lot of fun there and then <laughs> and this then there's then there's like bloaters which are like kind of the final form they're like just pretty much giant fungus and mushroom things that grab you and like just rip your face off pretty much so no the final form is real like cool from 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 super mario oh That's... and then the second one there's this thing called the rat king which is like a stalker and a bloater but they somehow like it's like this thing mutated and like multiple different types like all came together and it's in the basement of a hospital so that was fun i still like this new canon in my brain about like toad from mario being like one of the just like swarms of toads chasing you around (laughs) like that's fun your princess is in another castle like i know oh man yeah i know if zombies were just the best uh, zombies are a real thing i would just be like i don't know Maybe just jump off a bridge or something. Like, I don't know yeah, what'd then, be worse. <laughs> yeah, but what if you jump off your the bridge, you just break your leg and you, <laughs> you just find you and eat you. You're just, yeah. And that would be my chance too. I'd be like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> I you can't even do it. Make sure you're right. being efficient. Like, that's exactly it. It's, it's... Come on, man. Come on. No, that'd be, that'd be a pretty stressful thing. But you never know until you're there. Hopefully, we are never there. That'd be the worst. Next film on the list, Boondock Saints 2 lots of fun love the original second one's not quite as good as the original i like the first one's way better in but my like opinion. yeah but the second one's still qu- like i'm not judging against the original i'm just saying the second one in itself is still quite a bit of fun still fun still quite a bit doesn't of fun. have that cat though no man that was so <laughs> oh my gosh i remember showing that action i remember showing that in must have been 2000 and i want to say probably 10 yeah because we graduated in 2009 2010 i was in the basement suite that i'm living in now but i was living with ethan yeah at the time not me but the other one no not you but my other buddy ethan and then like i do like these movie nights like i think it was like mason nicole sam came did you come for a couple I was I was there for the Boondock Saints one because the reaction when the cat was priceless, amazing, right? Everyone's like, oh, like just losing their mind. That was the first. I think one, I was laughing hysterically. Me, you, and Mason were dying, and everyone else was so just like, great. "What's wrong with you guys?" That was funny. That was really. Funny. They're like, it was not funny. We're like, that was hilarious. <laughs> so the first one is like obviously the best but the second one was still quite a good film yeah it's still quite a good film and you got like the characters just it it works right so uh that's a that's a lot of fun boondock saints too but if you haven't seen the first one please watch the first one i think i still have the music from the opening on my phone i'd have to check because i did get it because i was like this is great um last one on the list disney princess and the frog totally underrated yep. disney movie absolutely amazing so much so heart so much heart 
uh, I haven't watched a lot of these movies that I've talked about today. I haven't watched for like quite a long time, so I don't have anything specific to much to say about them. But The Princess and the Frog was a lot of fun. We watched it. I watched it a couple years back um, when we were having a youth event and we were doing a movie night. I'm like, oh, it's Princess and the Frog. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever, kids. You, you, you pick, whatever, it's fine. And then we watched it. And at the end, there was like freaking half of the people were just bawling their eyes out, right? Because like the little firefly, I can't remember his name. Is it like Ricky yeah, or Remy. something? Huh? Remy. Remy? It's yeah. Remy. Yeah. yeah. I know. I just, I actually just watched this one. Oh, a how she lights up the sky. Mobile. It like literally, made, like my wife was crying and there was like six other girls who were crying. It was oh, so, dude, but like you feel it, you know, like it was just and, like, the, damn. The characters, the music, everything was great. The it's aesthetic, su- it's the such, a, it's such an underrated Disney film. Like it's such underrated. an underrated man, because it, it is transformation central. <laughs> so good, that like, was a lot of fun. I think I talked about this on a previous podcast. Um, the reason why Princess and the Frog failed. Apparently, according to the head of Disney, like the head of Disney Animation at the time, who used to be the head of Pixar, in the book, um, right? Yes. And it's specifically because the two things that led to it was Avatar. One yep. That was one of them. And then the second thing that led to it was the title. Because yep. they, the marketing guys were like, do not call it Princess and the Frog. Yep. You're going to alienate a whole audience. And they're like, eh, it's fine. And then sure enough, they didn't make any money back on it. So then Tangled came out and they're like, don't call it Rapunzel. Yeah. Call it something ginger neutral. And they're like, okay, we'll try it your way. And then gangbusters. They yeah. made so much money. Yeah. It's just it's a fun anecdote and I I enjoy it. It makes me sad because like this was kind of the death of 2D animation. Yeah, this is it's and not because really the, the last wasn't one. good. Yeah. And I'd like to see it come back, but And uh it just goes to show you how much power there is in titles. Right? And what we all, name. Dude, things. it's all about marketing, man. Yeah. Marketing. Well that's your first push, right? Then after after that it's your it's your work that has to speak for like that push, but to get that initial group of people in there, marketing. And without them, no word of mouth, no nothing. But I think every, everything, unfortunately, also of 2009 really got overshadowed by Avatar. Yeah, probably. And like, Except like for I, me. I'm assuming... What, was Avatar... Avatar wasn't on your list. No, nope, that's the last thing on my list. No. See, and that's, Avatar didn't even make it on my list either because I think... How many times did you see it in theaters or did you go see it? I didn't even see it. Okay. Number one, I did not see it in theaters because I did not care about all the hype. Everyone was so hyped out of their mind about this thing. And I was like, uh, it doesn't look that interesting. I saw it later on. And to me, it was like, like it's literally dancing with wolves in space. Oh, yeah. you know what like I mean? It's, like it, it, it's, it, it, that's exactly it what is it not- is. It's not a great movie. It's not like an original. It's um, not a very original concept. Just changing locations, which is fine. Like it's a reimagining of a classic story that has been told multiple, multiple times, which is fine. I, That's fine. But to me, the film itself wasn't. It just wasn't that interesting. And I was like, Oh yeah, okay, cool. Like it's okay, but it wasn't that great. But what people were super hyped about was 3D. Like, that was the first big stage in 3D where, like, things actually were probably more 3D. It was it was about depth as opposed to things coming out at you. And, yeah. like, so full disclosure, I saw it in theaters about five times. Yeah. 
the entire run. And it was in theaters for like a year. It was and in a half. theaters like, for was, a long time. And and I saw it five times. And in theaters, it was amazing. It was an experience. It was so good. And that's what it yeah. And then I watched it out of theaters and I'm like, oh, it's not good without all the fun. Yeah. Without <laughs> not all the fluff, yeah. without all the, you know, the fluff and stuff to get you. Yeah. <clears throat> like it the, was an experience more than it was a good story. And like, and the I story uh, works, but the fact that they're making like five more or whatever it is. Like, I don't think yeah, those are going to come out any day now. Right. Uh, I don't know, man. Cause I just don't think there's any, there's no precedence for it. Like, no, I think it's like, sure. The first one did gangbusters, but you can't use the same ploy. Like you can't go back into that 3d realm because people hate, most people hate 3d. I hate 3d. Now, if I can go without 3d, I go without 3d. Cause it's like, well, I don't want the extra money. Why would I give you extra money? Why would I wear glasses that tint and change the color of what I'm watching? Like it's been tuned and perfected to be seen the way it's supposed to be seen why would i put on dark glasses to change that and well, that's one thing i why, can say about why would i and for the point of what so things are slightly 3d but then they're not like i've never experienced a 3d movie where i was like oh damn that's that's some 3d shit like so specifically <laughs> so so again i can speak i can speak to two things with that for avatar and like this is in defense of it, I guess, but like not because again, the sto- regardless of the defense of the 3D, the story is like, yeah, the story it's okay. The the 3D the the way this film was was optimized so like this one was optimized for 3D. Oh, exactly. That's why, like yeah. that's like when no. you watch it out of 3D, it just doesn't land the same. So like no, this one was specifically tweaked. created for 3D in mind, not so, like, just the tinting added afterwards. The tinting and the color was adjusted for that. Like everything was like, <clears throat> like I you, when you put it on in theaters, you didn't notice it getting duller. Yeah, no, I'm like, specifically talking about like 3D in general, ones. not not necessarily yeah. Avatar, but yeah. And then with Avatar, like that's the cool thing too is like it was so, like when you put on the glasses and the first thing you see is um the lead character floating in his like i can't remember what it is he's just floating somewhere but that you immediately get a sense of the depth mm-hmm. and like it actually felt like like as someone i have depth perception issues i have my entire life just because my eyes and stuff like that and so getting to see depth in a film was wild for me yeah like it was it was that was that's probably why I went and saw it so much. And like, that's why everyone right, went and I saw it so much. Yeah. I haven't seen that kind of depth in 3d since, <clears throat> but that's cause a lot of things weren't shot in 3d. 3d filter afterwards. Right. Yeah. Whereas avatar and a few other ones, that's why the Hobbit was really good in 3d. Um, cause it was shot designed in 3D. for it. Yeah. Well, actually fun fact with that too. Uh, what a workshop is actually, should be credited more for the tech side of avatar because they did a lot of the legwork Mm -hmm. james cameron just funded it (laughs) but he gets all the clout yeah but if it wasn't for weta and they're like lord of the rings motion capture all that kind of stuff avatar wouldn't have happened Mm. but i figured it was one we should at least touch on but like overall i don't think it's either one of our top picks. yeah no like as a film itself i was just not 
not impressed. And by the time those sequels come out, like I just don't think they'll be making anywhere near the amount of money they wanted to. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I will. Maybe maybe they will make tons of money because so many people still really, really love Avatar, but I've just never seen anyone talk about it, and I'm not interested. That doesn't mean other people aren't, but anyone the- I spend a significant amount of time in or talk about movies with, I've never seen anyone being like, God, yeah, damn, I can't wait for those Avatar sequels. Like, I'm so hyped. Just I have never, never seen something until Game of Thrones season eight. I have never seen something die that was so culturally, culturally relevant. I've never seen something die that quickly. That was so culturally relevant for so long. Because like, while it was in theaters, it was like, holy crap, it was this fire. is the way of the future. Yeah. And then as soon as it left theaters, no one cared. Yeah. It, it, it was just, it was wild to think how much that impacted our culture for a year and a half. And well, it was just gone. And it was the, it was the largest grossing film ever for a long time <clears throat> until Endgame. And then I guarantee you, he's going to be banking that it's going to become the. Well, the all they have to do, they'll person. probably do a re-release of Avatar before the sequels. Right. So to generate the hype that, and then it'll pass Endgame again. <laughs> it'll once again, be the highest grossing film. That Endgame will get a 20, 20th anniversary release and I'll pass it again. And I'm just like, I oh, would we'll just back and forth there a little bit. <sighs> That's my list, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, so your list actually took off quite a few titles of mine, so I don't need to talk about mine as much. Oh, okay. There we go. <clears throat> but I still have a couple. Um, the newest one that I've actually seen on this list i'll talk about first and that was actually jennifer's body and honestly so like again i never saw this i saw i literally i literally never saw jennifer's body until last year until 2020 okay this was was this was on your list though right that's what you're saying yeah okay yeah that was the first time i saw this movie and like i'm really glad that i didn't watch this movie when it first came out because watching it now years later i liked it it was fun it was it's not a terrible movie i've seen a lot worse Uh, i had a fun time with it and i enjoyed it that was one that was that was a film we watched um i think me chris and ethan watched that maybe not like not theaters but like you know at home so pretty fresh when it first came out pretty shortly after it first came out and uh because like back back then like megan fox was like the babe right like she's in transformers well, and, then, and, and it's it a horror like, movie too thing. And, and it was like you're just you know in young guns you're like yeah let's watch this chick like kill people by banging them or whatever it was about couldn't quite remember but like so i can't quite weird, remember man. but like <laughs> it's literally like she gets possessed by a demon from like some kind of rock cult thing or she becomes a demon. It's I don't know. It was so weird, but it was actually just out. It's so crazy that it's just fun. Yeah, like it's just I. It's I, not. It's not one that you're like. I'm like. I'm not like. This is a cinematic masterpiece. But like, <laughs> you know what? I think if I watched it nowadays from like that point of view, I'd be like, this is probably pretty funny. But all I can think of is like that movie was so bad because we were taking not taking it seriously because it was a you're like i want to watch a horror movie but you like you were still looking for something with more meat on its bones right we weren't coming at it from the angle of a joke and then we're just like what is this you don't even get to see her bang anyone 
I can't remember. Do you? I don't know. I'm just saying that. I, no, I, it's I, a lot of implied. Okay, there we go. See, so we were like... She makes a. she makes that with Amanda Seyfried. <laughs> so we were like A, disappointed probably in that aspect. We're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> oh, to be like, 19 again, eh? It's hilarious. Yeah, um, no, it was it was just it was a fun ride yeah. and again like i hadn't like i had no context until this year and then my friends like you need to watch jennifer's body you never seen it you need to watch it and i'm like okay how good can this movie be and i popped in and i'm like holy crap this is amazing uh i might have to watch it again just from like a different perspective because like to me i saw it out there and i was like i just remember being like god this movie is terrible nah it was <sighs> it, it, like and i'm not saying it's a great movie i'm just saying it's like it's so ridiculous that i just i enjoyed the crap and it worked it. yeah oh yeah um another one so this one's weird because it technically released in 2007 but it got dvd release in 2009 okay and it never went to theaters like it went it, it did festival run in 2007 and then got distributed two years later and that's trick-or-treat oh, okay which is uh yeah horror anthology by the same guy who did uh krampus and uh godzilla king of the monsters okay and like it's just a it's a fun good halloween movie it's halloween tradition for prosper to watch every year so of course it's halloween tradition for me to watch uh, but it's just it's a fun little anthology film where it just like it's a bunch of different little threads that end up tying together in the end yeah and it's just loads of fun cool i haven't seen it so i can't say anything on it but um also on my list is up and up i want to watch again oh yeah yeah i never like i've never seen seen it i know it's like another pixar classic but i've never seen up honestly i'm pretty sure the next three films i'm gonna list you've just never seen probably um no, it's good. It's good. I haven't seen it in a while. I need to rewatch it. And that's I don't, the most I can say about it. I, I was surprised to see that came out in 2009 because I felt like that was a much more recent movie. Right? Yeah, it feels like, like a much more recent movie. Honestly, a lot of Pixar and Disney stuff, that's just how they feel because they're really timeless movies. Yeah. Like, but no, it's it's good. It's it's really good. I think you would enjoy it. I think, especially being I, I, older. I think so. Like, really, I, I've seen like a lot of like commercials that are like, and not not reviews of it but like just people who talk about it in passing and i'm like no i'm sure i would really enjoy up i just never have the not every like like i said like how many films do you just a lot of times too right no and when you have a spare chance to watch a movie i'm not like oh i should watch up you know see and i have a spare chance and i'm like i need to watch seven movies today all right let's start (laughs) yeah but like it's usually other movies it's not usually up (laughs) so oh wait maybe i talked about this one already Maybe I talked about this during Halloween, but I recently revisited uh, Coraline. I did I talk I about feel Coraline? like you did because I was like, yeah. I don't like the animation. So that's on my list too because the Coraline, like again, it's one that I didn't like when I first watched mm-hmm. it, but upon revisiting it, honestly, no, it's a really good movie. It's really good animation. It's fun. Like I, I liked it. So I can't talk too much about that one. Um, okay, what about... Did you watch The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus? No. So that's Heath Ledger's last movie. Yeah. I know that's of it. Where, I know of it. I just never watched it. It's a weird movie, but it's really fun. It's really enjoyable. Andrew Garfield's in it. He kills it. Um, Honestly, the whole cast does. Like, yeah. it's just... It's really well done. It's super bizarre. Terry Gilliam so a really weird director hmm. uh, he also did like 12 monkeys 
Um, oh goodness, I'm trying to remember all his films. It's it's late. I can't remember a lot of them. But if you look up his filmography, it's a lot of weird movies. Yeah. But they're all so good. And this one was really good. And it was a really nice send off. Um, Johnny Depp, Colin Farrell and Jude Law, hmm. when they stepped in to do finish off Heath Ledger's role. From what I understand, all of their pay went towards covering Heath Ledger's daughter, I think. I want to say they went to. Oh, I want to say that's where it went. Which that's just a nice stand up to stand up move. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it was, it's a good movie. Highly recommend if you like weird stuff. If you don't like weird stuff, then grain of salt. Maybe don't watch it. But like, but like, I, I like it quite a bit. And then the final one, my top pick, my one of my most favorite movies of all time that everyone needs to see. Well, not everyone, because a lot of people might get offended by it. But Black Dynamite. Have you ever seen Black Dynamite, Matt? I want to say yes. Well, maybe like a, not. It's, it's a seventies style exploitation film, like yeah. it's shot like it's in the seventies. Yeah, but it's it was made in two thousand nine. Is that the one with and Eddie Griffin? Is, or no? Ah, uh, it's Michael J. White is the lead. Oh, okay, okay. No, that's yeah. Never mind. I think I was thinking. Oh, I was probably thinking of like undercover brother or something <laughs> i was like i feel like i remember eddie griffin being in a 70s style black movie um just trying to look this up to see was he in the cartoon? okay so he was in the cartoon as something but because black time i also got a cartoon afterwards mm-hmm. but um it's so black dynamite is a movie uh, where Michael J. White plays if it's this is so hard to explain and I'm trying to think of how to explain it right. Michael J. White is playing an actor playing the character Black Dynamite in this movie, but they never address the fact that he's playing this actor. Right. It's just this movie. Yeah. But there's like that extra layer, and it's it's a parody of the black exploitation films. <laughs> it is hilarious it is perfection it makes me laugh from beginning to end we quote it on a regular basis in our household we watch it multiple times in a year yeah it is one of the funniest movies i have ever seen and just ridiculous over the top amazing acting amazing fights hilarious special effects like dude it's did you see um i want you to watch this so badly i like i want you to watch this without me but i also want to watch you to watch <laughs> but, with but, but with you yeah like so it's you can see so the good. reaction um did you watch uh dolomite is my name that was on netflix no not I yet think last no it wasn't last year two years 2019 maybe yes it's it's been on my list but i haven't watched it yet. yeah no no that that's i i think if you enjoy this one you're gonna enjoy dolomite is my name it's a, it's a great comeback movie for Eddie Murphy, like well because that's his are so hit and miss sometimes, but like it was it was really good. Well, like I want to say the character of Dolomite is specifically who they're parodying. Yeah, that's exactly in, yeah. In Black Dynamite, that's exactly it is, who it is. Yeah. Oh man, I wish I could talk more about it, but I don't want to say anything else because like I don't want like don't ruin it, man. 
But like, dude, it is it is one of my favorite movies. Like, it is top ten. Dynamite. I, again, yeah, like, and it's. I think last year we watched it about three or four times. Like, it's that is, it's one that we're just like, man, what do we want to watch tonight? Like, it's we just need to laugh. Yeah, oh, Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite. Okay. There we go. Or we meet someone and we're they're like we're like, have you seen Black Dynamite? And they're like, no. And it's like, guess what we're watching tonight? <laughs> like, and this stemmed from like. I think our college roommate, because Prosser, you hadn't seen Black Dynamite before, right? It was Eric had seen it and shown it to us. I saw it before. Okay, so Prosser and Eric both loved it, mm. and then eventually they showed it to me, and then we've now shown it to a lot of people, and <laughs> just like, dude, I just I don't know, I can't say anything, but like, ah, it's so friggin' good. And I just want you to watch this. I want you to watch this right now, and then we'll keep talking. <laughs> let me just go. Let, just... let me just press pause real quick. I'll just go watch this movie. That's only. I think it's only an hour and a half. Sorry, I fell asleep. <laughs> but it's just. It's just ridiculous scene after ridiculous scene, and you can totally believe. Like the first time I saw it, like this is how how good the cinematography is. The first time I saw it, I didn't know what came out in two thousand nine. It's very good at I that seventies look, eh? It looks exactly like the seventies. I thought it was from the seventies. Yeah. I it just I didn't even like I didn't know any of the actors that were in it. Like I didn't know what it was. Yeah. I was just watching this funny. I thought I was watching just this funny, bad seventies movie. Yeah. But then the more times you watch it, the more you realize no, this is a really well written, planned out really good expertly executed yeah of a bad 70s movie yeah like at one point at one point they're just talking randomly and then the boom mic drops in frame <laughs> and hits him up and hits him in the head and he just like looks at it and keeps delivering his lines like it's and like first time i saw that i'm like okay that's just a mistake and then like no that, that was, was scripted yeah that's part of this yeah like same thing with like messed up lines or anything like that like it's like these are no these are intentional jokes and it's brilliant like yeah. it's so good i want you to watch this movie and it's again top 10 like love it and that's why it's my number one pick for 2009 cool man sleeper hit cool well matt i think it's that time for question of the day because it's also time for your bedtime that's right uh, we're going to end on a very quick question of the day. And it's going to be a yes or no question. Okay. I mean, like, I, you can follow it up with a reasoning as to why. but it's, it's <laughs> I'm just going to give no. yes, no. Why is that? No. If given the chance, would you try Dofu? <laughs> why are we back to this? I want to know would you if you if you had the chance to try <laughs> tofu that tasted like people would you do it it's so late <laughs> um my gut reaction is no but then uh, my other reaction after that is like now I'm kind of curious <laughs> right it's really after, like it's really problematic um like I'm gonna say I'm gonna say generally in I'm going to go with my gut reaction because it's usually the better, more correct 
you know, one. Um, yeah, I'd probably say no because I don't really think I want to know. But there's also the inquisitive side of your you. brain, right? That's curious and like, oh, what, you know. Um, but I guess I've heard people taste kind of like pig. That's what I recall. Yeah, but it tastes like, from what I've heard, it's pork is the closest thing we taste to. Yeah, and I'm not like the biggest fan of pork. Depends how it's done, because I love bacon and ham can be really good. Sometimes pork chops. Oh, yeah, it's all depends I how say, it's cooked. I'm gonna I say specifically say like no. the chops that we taste like, but like yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with no. I'll just eat pork chops and call it a day. Just pretend. Call it a day. Not even pretend. I'm not even gonna think just about. Don't it. even think I'm about. I'm not it. Even thinking, after this conversation, I'm not even thinking about it anymore. I'm not thinking about there's tofu that tastes like people. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. Seeing like, for me, I'd say I'd 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 want to try it, but I'm ninety nine percent sure that I would throw up as soon as I did. I think it's just freaky. It's just, like it's more psychological, like, man. Like, it but that's exactly that's exactly why yeah. I that's why I throw up. Like, it's one of those things of like I'd like to try it so I could say that I know. <laughs> I wouldn't even care. Time, I'll be like, no, I don't know what humans taste like, and I'm proud of that. <laughs> Like, I think I psychologically, I don't think I could do it, but like, I'd be curious to do it yeah. because psychologically I would. Yeah. Again, I like what's me like it's I'm down to try anything like that's kind of my my thing is like, I'll like. Sure, like, let's give it a shot, like especially food, like food, I'm open to tasting anything. Someone's like, hey, I cooked this thing that tastes like poop. And I'd be like, OK, I guess let's try it. Just, oh, my goodness, that does taste like poop. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like it's one of those things. Where, like I will, I will try food. Just to at least make sure I don't like it. With the people thing, though, it's different because like I know I wouldn't like it. Yeah, it's a different aspect. But it's like I'd still be curious to try it. But I'm again, I'm ninety nine percent sure that I would throw up. Yeah. Because it's again, as you said, it's like psychological thing. Yeah. It's immediately as soon as you. It's like I couldn't separate that. I'd be like, nope, this is me eating up. This is I know it's fake, but it's this is what a person would taste like. I can't. I can't. <laughs> like, I'm out. It would be. I'm out. Well, like, well, number one, I don't like the texture of tofu to begin with. Yeah. Like tofu, I struggle with enough. So if it's tofu texture and the flavor of people. what people should taste like, I think that's really going to do it in because like, again, I don't like tofu on a good day. Yeah. I don't like eating people on a great day. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I just don't like eating people. That's not my thing. Yeah, I was going to say, fan. like, shouldn't people just be like... <laughs> like, that's just not even a thing I, I do. I don't like so people like, on a great day. On, like, an like, amazing on day? day? Like, maybe a little bit. <laughs> well, because, like, isn't the saying, like, I don't like this on a good day would mean, like... So, like yeah, if I was having a great day, having... I'd still hate this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's what I mean. Like, you're saying, but then I said, like, like, but if it was an amazing day, you might consider it. <laughs> yeah, I might, I might like it then. Perfect day. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> but like life is perfect. Give me some of that human tofu. Well, like, I guess the other question, too, is like, would seasoning change it at all? Like if I douse it in barbecue sauce, like, well, barbecue sauce changes everything. But right. Like sweet and sour. Like would that like would that change any? Like, I don't think so. <sighs> but I, I feel like the texture and the texture and the idea would ruin it enough. Like that's, that's kind of my, that's my thoughts on it. 
So mine is a, a yes, but a definite probably throw up kind of thing. <laughs> Mine's a no. No way, man. I do not need to know. Like, that again, that secondary thought was like, but what does it taste like? But then my third thought again was back to like, oh, no, hell no. No, 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 no. I do not need to know or even imagine to know what humans See, taste like, like. I'm good. But specifically, I can agree with that. I don't need to know. Like, I don't need to know. Like, it's one of those things of, like, it's not like I'm not even remotely curious anymore. Like, the third, second thought was curious. Third thought's like, nope, get rid of that right now. It's gone. But if the situation arose, like, it would be a rare situation. Like, if it arose, it would be like, like, this is another thing that they just, like, throw anywhere and go like, hey, here's tofu that tastes like people. Like, this would be a really specific situation. <laughs> it's like a Costco sampler. <laughs> <laughs> when we have uh been enslaved by the slorian or slorian the saurian overlords so all those uh reptilians and that's basically it's like here you guys can have cruelty free tofu it tastes like people without the cruelty of killing them <laughs> these dinosaur hybrids eating us oh boy what a world we why live do in. i even exist right now <laughs> again man it would be essentially a once in a lifetime opportunity and that's like the only reason why i'd be like okay maybe no i'd like, still be good i'd still be good you'd be good with a nuns in a lifetime yep nuns in a lifetime for me thank you very much thank you thank well, you very much oh we didn't say it in the last one but like we'll say it in this one uh people comment down below let us know if you tried tofu or not let us, and also let us, let us know your favorite films of 2009 also, do you want to know what people taste like? Ethan can arrange it. And I guess they should comment, uh, what was last week's question of the day? Uh, coffee or tea, Baby Yoda, or Baby Groot? Yeah, We're, comment on that. We are really slacking. Like, do we want, do we need to record something and then pop it in over there? Oh, no, it'll be fine. That's I'm sure fine. it'll be All like right. a whole, like, you know, handful. So, it's good. It's good. All right, Matt. Well, on that happy note, where can these good people find you? Uh, you can find me over on my YouTube channel, Storytellers for Life. There, it's all about helping you reignite your dreams, live your purpose, tell your stories. All about storytelling, obviously. Uh, we're breaking down uh, a lot of inspirational figures and learning different storytelling techniques and skills, whether you're talking about writing, whether you're talking about speaking. Lots of great stuff going on over there. So come on by Storytellers for Life. You can find me on Twitter at Storytellers, the number four L. You can find me on Facebook at Storytellers for Life. we got a great group there. Um, and by great group, I pretty much mean me and a couple other people who do stuff every once in a while. But it's still a good time. We're building the community. And you can find me at Twitch, Storytellers for Life Live. And we're playing gaming's greatest stories. Right now, we're playing Assassin's Creed too, So lots of fun there. And that's pretty much it. Where can they find you, oh, eater hey, of a man? I have done no such thing and probably will never do such thing. I shouldn't say probably. I should definitely say I will not do such a thing. The fact that you're so like the back and forth on it is like the funniest part to me. Because I'm just like, I, nope. And you're just like, I shouldn't say yes, but no, but also no, but maybe yes. And I'm just like, nope. I for the record, this is on this is on record now. I would never eat a person living or dead <laughs> i'm glad you clarified that yes i would never eat a person if i was prosser i'd be even happier if you clarified that 
Now, if it's a now, what I might eat is something that tastes like a person purely for research purposes. <laughs> there is a difference. That's a research I don't need to do. Where can the good people find you? They can find me at Ethan R. Hill at uh, they can find me at Ethan R. Hill on Instagram and they can find me under Ethan R. Hill on YouTube. Uh, and you can find my film, Damned Rights, at realhouse.org for rental or purchase for streaming or download. And yeah, go watch it. Give me your thought what you think. There's no people eating in that one. Just a lot of maiming in the third act. Go, go, go. But yeah, that's where you can find me. And uh, yeah, I think that's it, Matt. And I think you can finally go to bed. That's where else they can find you is asleep in your house for the next eight hours. Uh, the next six three. hours. The next three hours. <laughs> oh, man. All I'm right. going to be so with tired that, tomorrow. <laughs> with that, we will bid you all adieu. <laughs> I'm going to get in so night, much everybody. trouble. <laughs> we will see you all next week. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye. So long. <laughs> Toodaloo. And don't eat people. <laughs> Doctor recommended. Just don't. Don't yes, do it. Yes. Just don't, don't do it. Do it's it. not good for you. Bad for your digestion. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Bye bye.